Happy birthday, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast with your hosts, Jackie and Dan, the number one podcast on ApplePodcast.com, dedicated to the birthdays you know and love. So without further ado, take it away, Dan. Go shorty. it's your birthday. Happy birthday. I do like that the one, the not the like really racist guy, but the the guy who kept calling him a kite. I really thought that was great. I thought that was good too, and he has that to, was he has good. to correct him. Yeah. And I actually, um, let's see, it was Brian who uh, was the Jewish boy, and uh, he had a mm-hmm. great line in there: "You're too stupid to be a good bigot." I yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I fell in love with him, and I was I was like, "Wow, Brian's this great character." But then he like you know, he saves the day. He talks the cops away that one time towards mm-hmm. the end, and then you know, just becomes part of the old uh, rapist crew. So <laughs> fortunate. Not really, not really too many heroes in this story. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. Hey, let's not waste all of our material in <laughs> and be done. Uh, Welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast, everybody. <laughs> My name is producer Paul. Dan is in Spain this week. We're doing something a little unorthodox. We're actually doing uh, something that Dan would never let us do or would say was a bad idea. Don't do this. We're going to do a movie review of the uh, movie Porky's. And, I'd <laughs> and I'm and i very sorry. I don't know why. And I did technically pick it. I don't. Yeah. Well, you did. What, did you say you did or you didn't? I did. You Me, did, Jackie. You, you picked it. I gave you a lot yes. of options. You picked Porky's, and well, I had never a, it seen it like, before. Yeah, and I said, "What's it about?" And you sent me the, the the preview, which was like fit for television or cinema or whatever. Yeah, but I, I love felt, that trailer. <laughs> I feel like it gives you a pretty good idea of what you're in for. The only thing I didn't bargain for the racism. No, they didn't yeah, really they don't, advertise they don't that in the trailer. No, no. I expected like, a man we to, can't be, show you to put, everything, and put you're his like, penis oh, through a hole in a women's locker room, but I did not expect the... I yeah, feel anyways, like they but, also showed full penetration. The like the Kim Cattrall scene where they're fi- like the Lassie lady, yeah, where they're doing it on the sports deck or whatever. Yep. They, they, you could see it. it goes in. Well, wow. sometimes what they'll do is they'll do a prosthetic where they'll put a dildo over a man's penis. Yeah, I don't think that's what was going on. Well, it probably was not. Yeah. But I didn't know, zoom in, so. <laughs> I, I unfortunately did have to watch it twice, the whole movie. I was a little confused during that scene because there was ghosts. It seemed like there was ghosts in the gym, mm-hmm. but I think it was the lady howling. Yeah, uh, it was. That's I also wrote ghoul or ghost. Yeah, <laughs> I like. And, I like when the guy comes back from the from the bathroom or from the locker room after that scene. He says, "Sorry, I had really bad diarrhea." I'm sure yeah. you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> he also said it hurt real bad. Like, what? And then the guy said something about it being contagious, the oh. diarrhea. I, anyways, oh, I'm sorry, listeners. This is this is off to a rocky start, but trust me, we're going to be doing this for several hours. So you're going to want to sit no. down and you're going to want to have a no. big, tall glass of water and get ready because uh, we're going to discuss the movie Porky's. And with us, we have um, our good friend Jay DeHutt in the studio. Hello, Jay. Hi, Jay DeHutt, January 7th. Hello. So what do you think, gang? Do you want to just jump in? I got a little synapsis here, and I thought we could just kind of go through it, and I'm sure we all took very detailed notes, and uh, we'll just kind of we'll go through the synopsis here, and um, to, yeah. we'll talk about Let's the go. movie Porky's. Again, I don't 100% know why we're doing this, but Jay, I'm glad you're here. Jackie, I'm glad you're here. Dan, I'm sorry you're not here, or I'm glad you're not here because we have a chance to do this. Well, he'll be he'll be back next week, right? That's true, and there are two more of these movies, so he can look forward to that because it's a trilogy. It is a wow. trilogy based on the success of this show. This might be something that we continue on with uh, instead okay. of the birthday format. We might just uh, be reviewing uh, Porky's. Nice. <clears throat> um, welcome back to Pork Pod. And oh, nice. So this is a... Porky's is a classic 1980s teen sex comedy 
It focuses around a group of, of students in a fictional place called Angel Beach. I was wondering if it was fictional. <laughs> it's fictional, but based on a true story I found out. The movie um, or the town? The the movie itself apparently is loosely based on a true story uh, about Bob Clark's childhood growing up in Florida. Um, interesting little tidbit. Bob Clark, I don't know if you're familiar with his work. He also directed uh, A Christmas Story. And, Starring Adam West, yeah. And Black Christmas. Um, Who is Adam West in A Christmas Story? He's the uh, guy with the pointy ears. The voice of the elf, I think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, well, what had happened was uh, Bob Clark was working on another movie with a friend of his, also named Bob. Kind of interesting synergy there. Mm-hmm. When he came down with mononucleosis and got very, very, very sick, and they had to pause filming. And um, while he was in the throes of his illness, dictated this entire film. To his friend Bob, who wow. transcribed the script and made is that the, true? It's actually wow. that is actually a hundred percent true. I thought someone had a fever when they wrote this. Yeah, I, mean, I did you, write down fever dream as well. When you watch it, it's it's um it's something. Uh, it, yeah. it makes you feel weird and it makes you feel gross. It makes you it feel does, like you but then the you bathroom. remember all the actors are thirty plus years old, so it's not true. that bad. True, and unlike, yeah, I mean, unlike now, they actually, they look very old. They look like, are probably They look age. very, very old. The uh, <laughs> There's one scene with uh, one of the boys and his racist father, like the really racist, the Nazi father, and mm-hmm. I, I I had a hard time picking out which one was the child. I, <laughs> yeah. really I also scene. noticed that. I was wondering what the logistics were on that. These two men yeah. look like twin brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Strange. Another thing I found interesting was uh, Roger Ebert uh, referred to this film as uh, an acne's film, uh, just an mm. acronym or an, an initialism that stands for Adolescent Characters Neurotic Eroticism Syndrome. Yeah. Okay. I really enjoyed Roger's uh, review of this film. Um, I did too. I don't think he enjoyed <laughs> writing it. <laughs> He's he's a he's a master at, at taking down films, I think. And uh, one of my favorite lines is, uh, "All the women in this movie are weird." <laughs> Since the movie I doesn't agree. like women, its sex scenes all create fear and hostility, which prevents them from being funny. Yep, yeah, I like great. that too. I also like that he he ends it with. And you'll notice that I did not give a synopsis of this movie, and I'm not going to, frankly. I'm not going to be writing anything more about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how I felt halfway through. Like uh. That's that's literally how I felt halfway through, and I have very detailed notes right up until the, the 45-minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> and I put the mole skin down. Yeah, it uh, was pretty tough there. Speaking of mole, there's a ah, scene, the, the lineup. Mole, yeah, the lineup scene, yeah. So that, I don't want to get too far ahead, but sorry, sorry. There was one point when I know Paul and I were both watching it at the same time, but he was maybe like a half an hour behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just texted him, "Oh my god!" And he was like, "What?" And it was the scene where the cheerleader coach or the girls' gym coach is grabbing onto the boy's penis and just yanking <laughs> on it as hard Pulling. as she can. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a doctor, or I don't know that much about anatomy, but I, that thing would rip clean off at that yeah. point. Yeah, she had two two hands, firm grasp on it, leaning leaning into the pole. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, so anyways, the film starts, uh, we, we, we start in, in Pee-wee's room. Pee-wee's the main character, even though the top-billed cast member is Kim Cattrall, sure. which apparently yeah. she was pretty bummed out about. Um, she was very horrified to see her name at the top of the bill and thought that it would be a career ending move. Turns out it was a career well, she had a she had plenty of career after. Sure, yeah. Not for a while, but it picked up in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um we start in uh, Pee Wee's bedroom, his mom scares him, he rolls over, he breaks his penis. Um No, 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 no. What happens is he <laughs> Has a the first scene is like a giant boner, and then his mom comes in, and she's like, "Get up!" And it's like he's up clearly, and then he measures it with the ruler, 
No, and you he has a growth the... chart under his bed. You're right, but before that, he flips over really quickly because he's embarrassed about his hard penis. And, and he, he breaks snaps it. Snaps it. Yeah, it snaps it. Yeah, it snaps on the bed, and he goes, "Oh!" But yeah, yeah. and then he and then he measures it, and he holds up the ruler, and you can see it's only around the three inch mark. He said it's getting smaller. Oh, because he snapped it. Yeah, I think that's probably what happened. I would like to point out uh, before that scene, uh, we get to see. The Porky's, the famous Porky's sign. Oh yeah, yeah. The it's it's like uh, what do they call it? Neon sign. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine those things are fairly expensive to make. It must have been at least a quarter of the budget to make that sign. <laughs> I was thinking and that too. I feel really bad for the person who had to design and make make that sign. What I think does it I have say get some. Well, not get to get, it. yeah, get get it at Porky's. What did it yeah. say? I think I wrote uh, it yeah, it's by the Accolade Sign Company. So I give them all my accolades <laughs> for doing was, that. Um, something I really enjoyed, not to get too into the weeds with the behind the scenes, but I really enjoyed the, um, this movie was a, kind of a tax shelter. Uh, it was a, kind of a, like a, a, like a money, it's like a tax scam some kind really um, yeah that, that's why they they had to make it in canada because every mm. single hollywood studio said i will not we will not make this movie you're all oh. on your own <laughs> well thank was... god they made it in canada because it was the highest grossing movie in for 25 years in canada <laughs> really? so. for you. is that a, is that a fact do you have that's a fact, a fact. Sheet in front of you? It's, yes it's now the third highest <laughs> i love that so much but uh, for 24 years, Porky's was on top, baby. So it, it came out in 1982. It's set in 1954. Uh, revolves around a group of teenage boys who seek to lose their virginity during the school year. Uh, as the film opens, well, we went through Pee-wee breaks his penis. Um, and then he meets up with his friend Billy, uh, Mickey, and Meat. Uh, Meat. And Brett Kavanaugh. Um, yeah. Just Tommy Kavanaugh. Turner. Frank Bell. This is just a list of names here. Uh, Pee Wee complains about not losing his virginity, and Mickey gives him grief about striking out with Wendy Williams. Oh, another thing I really liked about the opening scene at Porky's is that there was live pigs with huge balls. Just, <laughs> oh like, yeah, it really Giant focused yeah. in. They had the attack pig. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. it was pretty cool. It was a wild scene. It seems like a place I'd nice, have a good time in. Enjoyed the country music during those scenes as well. It was I did too. Was Hank Williams classics, had a couple yeah. songs in the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, the live could... band that was playing for the stripper. Yeah, like... it actually seemed like a pretty fun bar with a live band. And a... Mm-hmm. Uh, I just did, I don't I didn't understand why periodically they would show someone getting dumped out of a wheelbarrow. <laughs> You notice that like two, two or three no. times, yeah. In the background, it was very strange. They would wheel some limp body <laughs> out to the front door and just dump him like right in the front door of the place, and that didn't even take them outside. It was very hmm. strange. Like, <laughs> what is? What do you think they're trying to say with that? Like they they're drunk or they fuck too much and they yeah maybe i mean probably both but yeah why wouldn't they take them outside why would they put them (laughs) they dump them inside the bar right where you walk in (laughs) that makes that leads me to believe maybe it's just like a fun thing maybe it's just something people do for fun you know give it a ride over there maybe it's like a kink thing like the everglades kink so they then about. they go to gym class, which is the only class that is taught at this high school. There's a lot of activities going on as well in that gym. Mm-hmm. There's like 14 teachers in the yeah. gym class for some reason. There's so many teachers. I couldn't figure that out. Uh, it, in fact, I was a little perturbed the when the, the coach is like, hitting on Kim Cattrall's character because I thought just assumed she was a student because yeah, everyone same. looks yeah. the same age. Mm-hmm. Right. But come to find out, she's an instructor of stretching. She does the stretches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl stretches. So they get done with gym and then they try to go catch a glimpse of some female students in the showers, but they are too late and the big lady ball breakers in there ball breaker <laughs> what's her name beulah beulah Be- ball breaker yeah she was actually one of the best act actors in the movie i think i thought yeah, she, was she was pretty, pretty good, good too 
Yeah. She reminded me of like a Mel Brooks film, Mel Brooks character. Yeah, I definitely actual got that comedy, too. like trained actor. Everyone else was just like, I don't even know who this is. Yeah. But most of them, you know, I just out of curiosity, I was on the Wikipedia today. I was just clicking names. Most of them did not have careers. One guy didn't even mention you click on his article and it was only about his football career. Mm-hmm. No, no mention of Porky's. Was it me? I don't know. It might have been. Seemed like he was maybe some sort of athletic person, but I liked mm-hmm. how um, Wendy went on to be a white white water rafting instructor. Did you see that? Wow. Yeah. Did Tacky, it say that at whatever? the end? No, it, her real life career. She oh. like did Porky's, and then she went on to be a rafting instructor. Oh no way! I saw one of the ladies went on to be an architect. Nice. I thought that was neat. I thought Wendy Williams went on to do that news show with no, Wendy no, Williams no, no, no. on MSNBC. You're saying that's a, a different, different lady. It's a different WWF. Got it. Well, it's based on a true story, so we can't confirm or deny. Uh, that night, Mickey, Tommy, and Billy decide to play a prank on the guys by setting up a rendezvous with a local sex worker, Cherry Forever, Cherry played by Forever. Susan Clark um, in her swamp shack. Yeah. Cherry has all the boys stripped down except for Tommy and Billy, who she pretends to entertain first. Tommy, I also love this too, the uh, the ocular pat down for first for V D. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's great. Just that the, there's a lineup there, the first lineup of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh this... <laughs> She needs to have a look. She <laughs> she needs to have a look. I just I really like that concept. I don't even know if it's necessary for the prank. That's why I'm confused about the look see, the looking. Well, they but, wanted to well, get a so nude. it's like context to get him naked. Okay, all right, I get that. Now in the in the background, uh, they're preparing quite the prank, which I so when I'm watching this, I'm assuming that this is going to be some kind of like money scam, like they're gonna get money from these people for the mm. prostitute, and then they're gonna scare them, they're gonna run away, they stole their money fair and square. That's not what they do. It's like a it's just a spoof and a goof. Yeah, does she do it for free? <laughs> Um, they probably paid her. I didn't see any. I can't they remember paid the they... guy. They paid the guy $10. Right. They did <laughs> the, not the mention lady... paying the prostitute at all. Well, they hate women, so I'm sure. True. <laughs> I'm not sure she, she made out, uh, hmm. on any of that, but yeah, the, the one guy with, who had a very uncharitable description of him early on in the film, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I just, I love that, like. I mean, like the the pearl clutching with the hard R N word that, by the way, shows up less than four minutes into the film yeah. by some of the main characters who then go on to just being like completely fine with just uh, getting him for the prank role because black men are big and scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. They were really laughing a lot. There's a lot of laughing in this film and screaming just, as well, screaming and laughing and like people. <laughs> People laughing to dialogue where their faces are so red that it seems like their heads are going to ex- explode. <laughs> and I mean, you really have to be a good actor to to do that to, to a lot of this dialogue and this yeah. writing because it is not funny at all. <laughs> no, it's not. I can imagine a bunch of nude teenage boys <laughs> running around. You don't have to. Being very funny in the right context. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever context you're talking about, I don't think this was it. Yeah. Um, this is mostly just a bummer. But anyways, Tommy and Billy act as if they're being attacked by a black man uh, who pretends to be Cherry's jealous homicidal husband with a machete. And I thought mm. that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the naked boys all scatter around the swamp shack while Pee Wee begins running home, only to be stopped by two cops. Who take the frightened boy back to the local beachside burger joint? Everyone has a laugh at Pee Wee's expense. Ah, Poor yes. Guy. And we get our first odd dub. At least I think it's the first one. There's a few lines in here that have been dubbed over. Yeah. And it's by a, a voice we never hear in the film. None of the characters' voices. It's got to be just the editor. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, Pee Wee gets uh, gets to the gang at the burger stand, and uh, he says, "Where are my clothes?" And then you hear, "They're in my car." Yeah. 
No one said that at all. <laughs> That's interesting, too, because, I, you know, I think we would have been fine just not knowing or just accept the fact that nobody. Why would anyone have brought his clothes? There's mm. a few incontinuity. Incontu- in, there's a few uh, <laughs> inconsistencies in yeah. this yeah. film. So one more probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't have bothered me, honestly. But our hero Pee-wee is not deterred by uh, any of this embarrassment. He's even more determined to lose his virginity. Uh, Wendy, the um, the lovable Wendy, the loose woman at school, teases Pee-wee with a novelty elephant-sized condom, which uh, Tommy inflates and runs around jumping and bumping into various people until he accidentally thrusts it into Coach Beulah Ballbricker. Mm. Uh, teacher who Oops. does not find any of uh, this sexual hijinks funny, and he gets in a lot of trouble. I bet she. Nor should she. Funny. No, <laughs> it's it's not funny. He's just walking around humping people with a, a big balloon. Big, 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 big one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the same time, two young coaches. This is where we meet the coaches, Roy and Fred. Mm. Uh, talk about one of the young coaches named Lynn Honeywell, Kim Cottrell. Fred tells Roy that Honeywell's nickname is Lassie, and the younger coach wants to know why. Fred tells him to get Honeywell into the equipment room, and he will find out for himself. Yeah. How's that grab you? That uh, sounds great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny until you find out why she's called Lassie, and then it's not funny because, as we discussed before... Not much of a lassie. The the humor really, and I don't mean to jump ahead, but the humor really gets sucked out of the room with the sex scene when Kim Cattrall, who is a teacher, is a, sexually aroused by Viciously teenage boys' dirty on. underwear. Yeah, yeah. And jock straps and mm-hmm. and uh, and other jerseys and, and stuff like socks, socks hanging from the yeah. Seems odd, but yeah. you know everyone's got their own thing. So yeah, I guess. But I mean, I don't want to be like if the tables were turned. But if that was a male coach, it would be kind of kind of disturbing. It know? was disturbing in its own right. I feel like I was I was pretty put off by that, and then she ends up getting the socks stuffed in her mouth. Yeah, which, wow. again had the potential for like at least some. You know, like, oh, she's having a a loud one. You try to quiet her down. But then Mm -hmm. he also puts it in his own mouth for no reason. Yeah, he's like kissing it. (laughs) He bites the sock. Yeah, it's very strange. He must have. Yeah. (laughs) Well, later on, the boys decide to head to the infamous Porky's, a strip club in the Everglades. The boys. Which is not. They. They do mention going to Porky's a lot, uh, but they don't do it. They they have to play this this famous game with this game. I don't know if it's football or basketball, but they're always talking about playing these games. Yeah, we got a game that night, but they only have gym class. They yeah. only have gym class, and then it goes. I, I put a note. Thank God we didn't have to watch the game. It goes straight to Porky's. <laughs> I did. I did wonder that too, because it's like it seems to be like yeah they have to like plan their lives around this big game but never get to find out what it is maybe it's pickleball which is good because a lot of a lot of movies actually do film the entire football game and it's just (laughs) very very boring mash comes to mind there's a football game it's like 20 minutes of the film oh (laughs) and they play that song football is painless yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so they go to the everglades they go to porky's the boys believe that they can hire a prostitute at Porky's to satisfy their sexual desires. However, uh, this is where Porky enters the story, played by Chuck Mitchell, big hmm. old fat man. Yeah, big oh, yeah. We also get another overdub there uh, when uh, Pee Wee's at the ba- at the bar watching the dancers, mm-hmm. and she's not taking her top off, and he just doesn't understand why. And you hear, "You have to pay two bucks to see him, stupid." Again, no one from the film said that in the <laughs> past. It was it's a completely random uh voice. It's just one of those so. things that as an editor, I, I can appreciate sitting in the editing room and watching a weird scene like that. Yeah. Times yeah. over and over and just why no one explains it. But again, just, why would they? Who cares? Yeah. Just you know? an ashtray full of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay the gal. Who said that? So, uh, 
Porky. Por- Porky knows that they are all children, um, and he decides to play a little prank on the boys. He takes their money and then drops them into a swamp uh, via a trap door. When the boys return to reclaim their money, Porky's brother, Sheriff Wallace, and his deputies show up and further harass the boys. Uh, the sheriff proceeds to break various things on the boys' car with his nightstick and uh, finds them for various violations, and the sheriff tells them to return to their county and to never return to Porky's. I uh, I was surprised that there was um, characters in this film that were bigger dicks than the... I dubbed them the Predator crew. The, all the <laughs> I boys. mean, they were. I mean, the cops were even meaner than the Predator crew, and uh, I was I was very surprised at that. But there is no one to root for. I mean, maybe Beulah. Police message. You know, I rooted for Beulah right until she demanded the lineup of penises, and then I she goes a little sympathy. Yeah, she goes a little crazy towards the end there. Yeah, like literally, the last scene is her molesting (laughs) a boy. Oh my god! I'm just I'm, I'm still imagining dictating this to your friend while you're sick with mono. Like, get, get a pen, come here. And I got a little story to tell Both you hands. about when I was a little boy. Bob, it's me, Bob. I can tell you something. Um, that was great. I would have liked to have seen some gators in this part, some animatronics, something snapping. Yeah. I would have liked to see that. Yeah, someone's limbs being torn free would have been great. Mm-hmm. And again, I couldn't stop thinking about how it did not look like Florida. It looked like Canada, <laughs> which was which was cool in its own way. Hey, I mean, this movie didn't have the biggest budget made a million years ago. What have I ever done? You know, what have I ever done? That's 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 good and made people smile and laugh. But, uh, you know, I still got some bones to pick on a personal level because that's what we're doing here. After all, are, are we back at the <laughs> diner yet? I feel like. We are. So now we're back at the diner where Tim gets into a fight with a Jewish student named Brian Schwartz during basketball. Pr- nope. No, we're at basketball practice. We're at basketball <laughs> practice. Sorry. Uh, Tim gets suspended from the team, tries to fight Brian after the practice, and Brian easily beats up the racist Tim. Uh, Tim's father, local racist criminal. Did we? I think we skipped the diner scene. I just don't think they put it in the synopsis. They might not put it in there. It's Yeah. Kind of short. It's. I think it's to to tell you that. Uh, let's see, the young blonde-haired boy gets beat up, right? He goes back. He to goes Porky's. back to Porky's, but before he does, they're in the diner and meat barfs all over the bar. Oh, and he falls right. asleep in his soup. No, that is definitely after chili, this. I yeah. think. Okay. Is it? I don't remember this movie. It was absolutely insane. I think it was before. After they went to Porky's, the they went right yep. to the diner because then they You're were right. like, "He got all our money." Yeah, they they they're gathering their you know their thoughts from what when, when what happened at Porky's and yes, and this is yeah. where they this is where they they show that hey, Jews aren't so bad, which is really, yeah. <laughs> it was, honestly, I think was the point of this scene. It's a big part of the whole film, really. <laughs> it was. It was a recurring theme, but it was re- it was <laughs> it was a weird stab at just being like, you see, guys, <laughs> before you <laughs> go thinking all Jewish people are mean. We'll look at what Brian did for mm-hmm. meat. <clears throat> he did great. He did great. But meat did get a big face full of poop, uh, soup there. I, I did. I, I appreciated that too because forty yeah. cent chili. That's what. You, that's what you get. That's what yeah. you get when you're real drunk. You get a chili. Uh, so, anyways, now they're back at basketball practice. Um, Tim gets in a fight with Brian Schwartz. Um, Tim gets suspended from the team and tries to fight Brian after practice, but Brian easily beats up racist Tim. Tim's father, a local racist criminal, <laughs> drives drives <laughs> Tim's. Drives Tim's erratic behavior by constantly berating and beating him. Uh, not long after, Coach Brackett tries to advance his relationship with Honeywell. Uh, Ballbricker warns Honeywell against social. Let's let's uh, let's go back to that. So I I really appreciated the 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 part in the locker room there where um, the guy comes in. And he's all you know his face is all fucked up and he's like I didn't hit him that hard. And then they try mm-hmm. to guilt trip the Jewish guy. 
Right. About- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't you. It was his father that beat him up for being um, beaten up by a Jew. And then That's he's a like, really backhanded. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're supposed to feel really bad. Like Brian's supposed to be ashamed. Who are you supposed to feel no, bad? I don't yeah, know. No. Nobody. Um, yeah. Realistically, nobody. So then uh, Coach Brackett tries to uh, get it in with Honeywell. Um, Ball Bricker warns Honeywell against socializing with the men. And Honeywell mm. uh, kind of snaps at her in the hallway. Says some really mean stuff. Oh yeah, that was pretty, pretty sad scene. It was. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Honeywell and Brackett eventually do go into the boys' locker room, and this is where Honeywell becomes sexually aroused, sniffing children's underwear. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Can't forget that scene. One of the scenes that, honestly, I just, you know, just don't know, like if it was. Th- I just don't know. I just, there's so many things. I'm just c- confused why they're in the movie, but what well, they were written by the a, they were written by a man. Number one, <laughs> a, deranged sick a deranged, man. sick man who <laughs> feverish. It's probably rambling in his sleep. You know. <laughs> and needless to say, sniff the jock strap. Finally, put the sock in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, we finally find out why Honeywell is called Lassie. Uh, kind of. Well, yeah, she because she doesn't so much sound like a dog, but as they begin to have uh, what Jackie said was probably tr- truly penetrative sex. True penetration. Uh, on camera. Yeah. Um, she does start to howl. Like, immediately, immediately too. Like, a like ghost. the... Right. Yeah, just being penetrated, and she's he's like, "Why do they call you Lassie?" And then she's, I was I was a little confused because I watch I've seen several episodes of Lassie, and <laughs> I do not recall the animal howling. I know it barked a lot, yeah. short yips, mm. like bark, bark. What's wrong? You know, oh, Timmy's lost in yeah. the well. <laughs> He never howled, he or she, I can't remember. Well, the, uh, the scenes where Lassie's made love to by another dog is when... That must howls. have been directed. She was cut. also kind of doing... <laughs> she was doing like a hog hog thing, too. It was like a... <laughs> That's where I thought the ghosts were coming through here. <laughs> and they kept cutting back to the... Lots of screaming. To the boys at their, at, in their gym class and they, just this laughing montage that went on for that so laughing. long. That laughing... My God, one laughing, of them was screaming, laughing, laughing like the screaming. Joker. I thought it was a Batman crossover. <laughs> it was, <laughs> very he's gratuitous Adam, laughter. He's bringing Adam West back. It was very, very strange. And he hides behind a yeah. curtain of some sort. And he's Yeah, there's just like a quilt on the wall. screeching with laughter. Yeah, again. He, <laughs> one of the ten. Again, behind the, the gym quilt. The director must have been just like, what is the direction there? Just laugh until your face turned red. Hold your breath. You know, make sure your <laughs> eyes are bulging out of your skull because this is probably going to be the funniest thing ever. I mean, you really got to... I can't imagine you you could just act that way. You really got to get prepared for something like that, I imagine. No, it was, it was insane yeah. to see. But, um, you know, the, again, the full penetration goes on. Not for too, too long, but long enough. Uh, especially with the uh, cutbacks to the boys in gym class. Eventually, um, the coach, Coach Brackett, sticks a dirty gym sock into Honeywell's mouth to try to quell some of the uh, yelping. To try to quell the howling, yeah. or the the yelping, and then for some unknown reason, also puts it in his own mouth and starts eating the other side yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, which. Again, I don't understand, but then my favorite part of the movie happens. He comes out of the locker room by himself, not with Honeywell, and he walks up to his boss, who's like the, the big daddy coach, and says, I'm sorry, I had diarrhea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it hurt real bad. Yeah, it's bad you diarrhea. probably heard me, yeah. You probably heard me. <laughs> Which the laughter would make sense if... If that's what it was attributed to, if there's just howling diarrhea echoing sure. through the gym. <laughs> Again, werewolf maybe. The nickname Lassie mm-hmm. just does not work. No. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't work. 
Anyway, a short time later, Pee Wee, Tommy, and Billy sneak back to the glory holes and catch the girls showering. Now, here's where things really get steamed up. And I can, you know, it's kind of tough for us to talk about this movie being, you know, millennials. I'm I'm sure that if we had, I'm sure everyone in this room, in this Zoom room, has masturbated to American Pie. They masturbated to the thought of Jason Biggs having sex with a big pie. I've never seen that movie. Well, I'm just saying that I'm sure that there was like a certain like adolescent appeal to this sort of thing at the time that I'm just really not appreciating as someone born in 1990. To peeping? Is no, to saying? this film in general. Like I could. Oh. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, preview, the preview for the film specifically shows more footage of them peeping through the holes and uh, I believe the the narrator says, well, we can't show you what goes on inside Porky's. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it's sex sells, especially in 1981, I think, you know? Yes. It's, there's there's only one tit scene in Porky's, That's true. Uh, Cherry's. That takes place no, inside? No, no. There's the full, full frontal nudity in the showers. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm no, saying. No, and then Cherry at, the, uh, at Porky's as well. Yeah. Um, no, it's, she is the one dancing, isn't she? Yeah. I see, but she just she does like a quick, a quick flash, little flash, yeah, quick, quick little flash, and then it, you know, you you do get to see the infamous shower scene where they peep through the hole, and there's a bunch of naked ladies in there, and it mm-hmm. it goes on uh, for a minute, and then um, enter a a big woman who they have a mean name for, I don't remember what it was. Oh yeah, what was it? Whale or bal- <laughs> what oh, was no. it? I don't remember. It was mean, though. Is the yeah. fat chick who I actually I thought yeah. had a fine butt, but and then she was butt, butt. I mean, for the time, Pee Wee yells through the hole in the wall, "Get the hell out of the way!" And uh, you'd think that you know the the women in the scene would scream and run. Why are there men watching me shower? They all seem to be very excited. But they're hot. <laughs> These women are hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pee-wee can't Which, control himself. It's it's pretty oof. it's uh it's an interesting scene. Um but then uh you know, much to the dismay of the boys, Ballbricker comes into the showers, grabs Tommy by his penis, which he has placed through a hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, can we talk ha- about yeah. that for, uh, just to back sure. up a bit? Uh yeah. so he sticks his tongue through first. And we mm-hmm. get uh the infamous soap scene where one of the girls takes like the gooey it's like you know the gooey thing that's like underneath the soap so it's like gooey yeah, the, soap the smeg- yeah mm-hmm. and and she rubs that on on the on the tug and i would like to <laughs> i mean i mean this is gag worthy i mean anyone who's uh soapophobic or uh you know <laughs> just a nightmare it's gonna be a nightmare scene for anybody with that kind of fear of bubbling soap yeah. and gooey soap so i for me when i touched that i go oh you know Ew. so that scene was specifically yeah. uh specific specifically disturbing for me mm. also when he spits it out he just does like a quick yeah, yeah. It wasn't just, I mean there's still a soap in there. He takes it in stride. Yeah. He's trying to he's trying to Well, he calls her a bitch and then he tries to put his That's penis true. On Which her, none right? of them seem to mind. Yeah. All of the women in this movie no. completely fine with all of this. <laughs> yeah, Wendy seems really cool. Wendy seems the the Mike Hunt. <laughs> oh scene, yeah, that's She handled that like a yeah, champ. She did. We kind of we didn't talk about that. I did think that that was a very. She had some pretty good comebacks yeah. and some some razzes for the bo- for the boys. I thought. I thought I thought so too. But uh, yeah, then of course, uh, like I said, Tommy puts his penis through a hole. Um, Ball Bricker comes in, snatches it up in both hands, and tries to pull it off of his body. Ouch! Which <laughs> she's yanking. She's yanking. I mean, it's... she's got her foot on the wall. Yeah, this was the most. <laughs> somehow this was the most shocking scene to me because I was like, I I was there. I was imagining myself having my penis pulled on that hard. Ouch, yeah, seriously. I mean, come on. Yeah. No, also, how about his bros just, like, leading him into it and then just, like, that's yeah. fucked up. Well, these guys, they prank each other night and day. I mean, they're mean that's pranks, they do, though. Yeah. They're not nice. Very elaborate mean pranks. And then... I wonder if mm-hmm. if kids today have to deal with pranks. Is like even as mean as like we had when we were growing up. Remember, like the hockey team would just like molest each other at parties. Don't. That's 
I don't remember that, but uh, I do. I think kids these days just get internet bullied. Yeah, they just get the uh, they just get uh, belittled until they have no soul. Yeah, and then they start a podcast, or they yep. kill themselves. <laughs> there are two routes. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're not trying to say one is any other any better than the other, folks. It's just you go the way you sure. go. Sure, you have a choice. If you need help. <laughs> Please call the suicide hotline. You always uh, have a choice. And We're going to put that on the screen for you guys. So. <laughs> 906 So anyway, Billy and Pee Wee abandon their friend penis out. Tommy eventually uh, he does get away. Um, Ball Bricker. Pretty sure it's Tommy. Not sure why she knows it is. Um, just knows his, his penis, I guess. But the she lacks. He has a very distinct mole. Yeah, but why did how know? she doesn't know? She has never seen it. She saw it and she said, "Now I have to see everyone's penis and I'll be able to <laughs> yes. identify it." Yes, she goes to the principal's office. Another scene with 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 men just completely losing themselves with laughter, <laughs> dying at in the, the most unfunny dialogue that I've yeah heard. I want to see every boy's penis in the school. Says one of the teachers, and all the men are just like, "This is great." This is hilarious. Um, yeah. All the <laughs> so she requests a lineup, but she's denied. The principal's very scared of the word penis, or pr- what is it? Private? Yeah. Her... What does he want? He wants penis. Remember? Um, he says, "Call it a tallywhacker," oh, but he's the... scared of penis. Penis is too personal. He's the English. He's the he's the the dean of the school. He's a learned man. Says tallywhacker. I still can't yeah. say penis to my own doctor, though, so I understand that to some extent. You say pee-pee? I, I don't know what I say. I think maybe I just gesture. I'm like, eh. Point. <laughs> can, can you say, do you, as, another, as a fellow man, can you say penis to your doctor? Yeah. Of course. I say, uh, oh. I say that my area. Wow, you guys. <laughs> come on. Oh. My area. <laughs> My area? Joseph. What do you say? Do you say vagina to your doctor? I've never had to, I don't think, but I definitely would. Hmm. Interesting. Certainly. Yeah. I got this weird rash or that depending, won't go away. Where's I mean, the rash? It's on the... Yeah, My area? It's kind of like in my groinal... <laughs> Penis. It's in Everyone the thing that hangs off of the groin area. <laughs> it's my hanging it's area. Like excess skin pouch. <laughs> I do. You know what I will say? I do have a problem talking about my butthole to my doctor. I have had to say anus. anus <laughs> do you or say like, anus to your doctor? I don't. E- I honestly, I don't know. I, somehow, I think I skirted around. I feel like it. I would say butthole. I'm more comfortable saying butthole than anus. Butthole to an educated man. That's what it is. My doctor is like the same age as me. <laughs> that's the that's the best. Yeah. Isn't it that girl we went to high school with, Ashley, whatever? Oh, you just told me she was a He's... doctor. Oh yeah, she's she's a doctor at my uh at Is Zan crawling office. through the ductwork in your house right now? I think that's me, yeah. That's Jay. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the dogs right. are <laughs> <laughs> Are the dogs in your ductwork? We put them in the walls. <laughs> scramble around in there. Get the mice out. All right. Yeah. Well, let's fast forward a, a couple nights. Tim's father arrives at a school dance and begins to um, hit his son after finding out that he was yeah. beat up by Brian. Uh, Tim, oh, yeah. So I think we did fuck this timeline up. This is going to be really fun to edit. Um, this, so the da- it's a prom like dance, right? I mean, well, he does it again. Oh, is it the second he, time? He showed up to basketball. Oh. Yeah, he showed up to basketball practice with a black eye or whatever, and then for whatever reason, his dad decides to show up to the mm. prom and humiliate him again. Uh, which this is the scene where I think both of our favorite quote in the movie. Oh uh, takes yes, place. did you? Did I send it to you, or do you just assume that I? Yeah, no. Okay. You sent it to me, and I was like, I knew you would send that to me. <laughs> I was fucking dying, Jay. You might know what I'm talking about. Um, What's the... he's fighting with his dad, and he's like, I'm gonna teach you how to be a man, and he says, a man, and then he says, being a man means being what you are. I'd rather be queer. Oh yeah, <laughs> I. Was... I c- 
And everyone's like, burn. <laughs> I was dying. I, like, damn, that's pretty bold. Yeah. For the, for 50s. the 50s? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I was a little confused, but the gym teacher so, is like, confronts the father, right? The gym teacher mm-hmm. who had sex with the dog. And yeah. he goes, he says, I'm putting a peace bond on you. I yeah. don't know what that means. I didn't look it up, well. but I'm still confused. I didn't know if he was a judge as well as a teacher. Right. But a peace. It wasn't the cop I that said that? It was, it was the, the gym, gym teacher. Because teacher. his brother was there. His brother's the cop. One of the character's brothers, a cop. Maybe it's like a citizen's arrest. I could have looked it up, but I didn't. I'm going to get this out right now. I could not tell any of the people in this movie apart. There were men hard. and there were women, and everyone looked the same. Yeah, it was really hard. Written as the same. Yeah, person. It's well, Pee Wee was smaller. He was easy, to, was see, easy yeah. to see. Yeah, and then me, the only big. people you could big. differentiate were the people who were named Small and Big, and everyone else was just a normal. I also liked how when they went to Cherry's um, shack. What did you call Swamp it? Swamp Shack. Yep. Uh, swamp Shack. And she was doing the lineup and she was looking at all their dicks and she saw meat. She was like, this <laughs> yeah. boy's deformed. They, they laugh and then they go in the back room and she goes, seriously, he's deformed in it. It's, it's disgusting. Really... Yeah. This yeah. Like, they make you think he has like this sweet, awesome hog. No, and she's like, no, that's a tumor. You should go to the doctor. two heads. <laughs> Split down the middle. <laughs> what do you have, screwing around corners? <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, so then, anyways, uh, so Mickey arrives at the dance severely beaten up after going back to Porky's. Mickey is the one who um, uses just about every possible racial slur within the first five minutes. Yeah, of the he's movie. the oh, super yeah. racist yeah. one. Um, he, I love his character. Uh, you know, he's he's got to get revenge. He's got to go back. I mean, he keeps going back to Porky's and they keep kicking his yeah. ass. And this time they, like, break his ribs. Yeah. And he's still like, I think he like mutters something with blood coming out of his mouth, like yeah. I'm gonna get them, I'm gonna yeah. get, I got a good couple punches in or whatever. And it's like, wow, he had someone's he tooth, had a tooth at one in point, his hand. Right? He had like the cop's tooth. And then, <laughs> and then this is where Brian and Art formulate a plan to get revenge on Porky. Now, f- full transparency, this is where the movie completely lost me. Um, okay, I, you could have just, I could have ended here. For all I know, I did watch the rest. I watched the rest mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but goddamn, is it yeah. just? It's just dark, and there's noises and chainsaws and pigs. There's a lot of um, <laughs> crimes at the end of this movie. <laughs> a lot of yeah. a lot federal of crime. property destruction, yeah. um, manslaughter, attempted manslaughter. Yeah, I'm tampering wondering, with like, a police vehicle. <laughs> Did people die? Like they pulled down a building with full, full of, of horrors. Yeah, I yeah. believe. Uh, to be fair, they okay. So they were they were outside of Porky's with their boats, uh, you know, chainsawing and and tying things up and, and 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 setting explosives. How anyone in the building didn't hear them? Right. I I, I don't know. But um, then they just sat and waited till I don't know what time I have never been to an establishment such as Porky's, but I believe they close, uh, you know, I would say my rough guess would be maybe four or five in the morning. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so they're waiting. They waited there. Yeah. For many, many hours, just sitting, sitting about doing nothing in the mm-hmm. woods. <laughs> also, you never really see them swatting at mosquitoes. That really is someone who lives in a swamp. That yeah. yeah, yeah, and the alligators again. I wish I'd seen more. I mean, I think there yeah. was maybe one alligator, but um, <clears throat> so then uh, the boys uh sabotage the sheriff Wallace Wallace's police cruiser so he can't save his brother. Then the boys flee in a tow truck uh, after pulling down the, the entire, entire building, the which entire is building. in a swamp, like a you said, swamp. it's surrounded by water, right. It's pretty cool. It looks really fun. It was cool when Remember, Porky was in the water and he and you're like, oh, that like the actor might actually die. Like he was so fat he couldn't like get out of the water. There was uh yeah, I was a little concerned for him and I think there was another one that was 
that was injured maybe. Mm-hmm. But they like just kept filming, you know. Yeah. Now, uh, climax over. The boys cross back into their county and are welcomed by the high school marching band and Ted in his uniform. Again, five in the morning, <laughs> yeah. school buses. Police escort, what? like. Police escort. Teachers, gym well, teachers. Where are the parents? Gym class has finally let out. <laughs> Everyone's just standing in the street. So they're being pursued by Porky, a few of his men, and, and Porky picks up the sheriff along the way. And he's got this, like, pink... Pigmobile. Pigmobile. Yeah, the pigmobile. With the it's horn. Cool. And the a horn. Honking, honking horn. Yeah, it has a squealing pig as the horn sound. What does a he say? P- horn. He's like, he says like, hit, hit that horn. Yeah, Hoss. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, that stood, that stood out to me too, because it was, there's no one in front of them. Like, Hit that hog horn. Oh. <laughs> he just Let wanted to hear coming for him. <laughs> just the satisfaction of hearing his custom pig horn. Yeah. Wow. I want that. Um, so Porky and Sheriff Wallace demand the immediate arrest of the boys for destroying the strip club. Ten, Ted proceeds to repeatedly damage Porky's car and then promises... Shoots it. He shoots with it with a his shotgun. Gun. He does, it, yeah. Discharging a police uh, you know, weapon. And the kids are like, to count for those rounds, I believe. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and if there's children around, mm-hmm. there could have been ricochets. This could have been a very dangerous scene. To film. And uh, he demands um, all charges. Uh, wait. Ted proceeds to repeatedly damage Porky's car and then promises to drop all charges against Porky for driving an unsafe vehicle if the night's events are forgiven. Uh, Porky and his brother Insane. reluctantly agree. Insane. Yeah. I feel like Porky would fucking murder everyone there. Seriously. Drag their corpses back to his whorehouse and have the pigs eat them. Like they make him out Definitely. to be such a pussy, and there's yeah, no way he would. But then he would have to pay like probably a seventy-five dollar fine for having a bunch of underage boys in his. <laughs> oh right, yeah, because he's so worried. That's, to, that's right. That's, that's what he's worried about. He it, really it is. is. Yeah, it's so, unbelievable, and he has to push his car. A, a 1950s. They make you it know, seem like he lives like two hours away too. Steel. Yeah, no, the, so 40, it, was, it was like two hours into the swamp, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was pretty far, yeah. Ways into the Everglades, yeah. Let's just say the county line is halfway. That's an hour pushing a large car at With 5 o'clock. Tires. A flat tire at 5 o'clock in the morning. So everybody begins to celebrate. Everybody's freaking out. Uh, Wendy and Pee Wee run into a school bus to have sex so that Pee Wee can finally lose his virginity. Way to go, Pee Wee. Yeah. Uh, Ballbricker attacks Tommy, tries to pull down his pants to reveal the mole on his penis. Uh, then the police arrest Ballbricker, which is fair. Um, yeah, that's really the only pro-police message I got from this film. Because <laughs> all the rest of it is just like, fuck the police, very it's, corrupt. It's sad it took it until this point, but... Well, but there's then so they many... Arrest, yeah, the female uh, molester, which is it's also a nice message. You're right. They don't really like women very much in this no, movie. No, eh? they no. don't. Um, so just as she's arrested, Pee Wee announces to the world that he's finally lost his virginity. And that mm-hmm. is the big, happy ending of Porky's. Pee Wee had sex with the loosest woman in school that he could have had sex with if he wasn't wearing a condom the first time the first he was time. with her, like yeah. a diaper. Interesting move, too. I mean, because at one point he needs to go get a rubber from someone and he says, oh, it's too big, which means on their first date, he somehow had like a teeny little condom. He found the right size and he put Strapped it on. Strapped on. Like Flaccid. probably when he woke up in the morning, like he probably had the thing on all day. Okay. And then uh, zip tie tied or yeah, with a string. Cool. My God. Can you imagine? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can imagine wearing a condom all day. I can't imagine that. Yeah, you pee in it and just poke holes to let the pee out. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's just like a little, uh, little latex suit. Feels good. People wear those. Sure. Final thought. Uh, Final thought, Jay. What year. What is your takeaway here? My, I was shocked by the amount of racism in this film. I was <laughs> yeah. not shocked by the amount of uh, nudity and, and sexual rape. And I just, I just wish I hadn't watched it. That being said, (laughs) 
Beulah, great character, best actress, mm -hmm. actor in the movie. Uh, Anti-police message, I'm always down with that. And uh, the brother that was also the police was very handsome. Yeah, he was handsome. Duly noted that you're taking the side of the child molester. But she, they drove her <laughs> insane with their constant <laughs> she had She had no choice. I don't think there was any raping in this movie. There wasn't, I've heard but you, I really... I've heard you both say it's a rape movie. They talked about it. It was very... I mean, there was a lot of assault that happened, certainly. I don't know. Putting your penis through a hole in a women's locker room. Yeah, you become the, a sex the, offender. The girls, besides the fat girl who left, the skinny girls seem to like it, which is what matters in the end. I guess, yeah. In this in this world, in this world that Bob, what's his name? Bob, Bob and Bob. 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 Uh, in this, in the world that Bob Clark has created, I guess you have a point. But thank normally, you. I would just like to say I I don't think that you should do that. If the situation right. presents itself, why was the hole there? It, it was like a, it had like a some sort of drain or something. Yeah, it was yeah, like, well, it it had like, like a shower silver heads or frame something, around it, and they could just pull them up. It was the shower heads for the uh, when they have to wash the balls. I think. Okay. This film, my takeaway: this film, entire film, was just a vehicle for that ten seconds of nudity. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> That's yeah. to sell the tickets. It fills <laughs> I, the seats, baby. I was yeah. I was floored uh, by what I saw. I I was <laughs> I was surprised by the hard R within the first four minutes, and then just yeah. cycling through the rest of the slurs. I just like I said, I don't really. They didn't really advertise the racism, and that was more prevalent or just as prevalent. As the nudity, the 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 overall message of that Jewish people are okay sometimes, I also yeah. could have done without, but I mean, I agree, oh. I guess. They're just like What's... you or me. You know, they can save the day and... Beat up your dad. Be... Final thoughts. <laughs> um, this movie, it's, it's really billed as like a horny teen movie, but it is certainly an adult film. Lots of pranking, pro-Semitism. I did like, um, there was there was two breakings of the fourth wall. Can ah, I did you, notice that. I did notice that. Oh, no, no, these went, up, these went over my head. I was doing quite a bit of drinking while I watched this, so. I, th I would say, this, this is up for debate. The first one for me was when the gym teacher is basically saying he's going to get fired for fucking Kim Cattrall, and he says, don't call me coach, call me whatever his name was, Tim. Mm. Uh, and he's like, I'm only 23. And they're like, oh, you look older. To me, that was like, all these actors are 40. Yeah. And then yeah. the second one is at the very, very end. He turns to the camera and he's like, oh, and then it freeze frames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there was I did the, like definitely that. that at the end there. And I... But it was, it was, it, it was a woke film, I'd say for the time. It was nice. nice I would, to see that. I um, would add that, uh, that there was another, I believe, when Peeway looks at his alarm, mm -hmm. he may be looking straight into the camera, but I didn't okay. rewind it. But uh, on that note, uh, the the radio hosts telling yeah. him to wake and up. He's like, wake up, wake, wake up, up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah. Like, he's maybe one of the several hundred people waking up at that moment. Sure. <laughs> yeah. In time. Fair. But... <laughs> Just poor radio hosting duties. Yeah, people I would wake say. up all the or, time. I would they say maybe maybe better because if you think about so if you try to gauge it at like one hour before school starts, say school starts at eight a.m., seven yeah. o'clock, you do a wake up call out right and on then, the dot, and then someone go, driving to work, you know, who's got to work early, say at seven yeah. thirty, yeah. and they're on the road, and you all of a sudden have this radio station singing "Wake Up" to you. It just seems like poor. Yeah. That's fair. That's I'm fair. sorry. Go on, Jackie, please. Um, let's see. I liked the anti-police message. I liked the sort of not only like the portrayal of the inherent violence of male youth, but also just the fact that the the very sick feverish man who wrote it <laughs> also is just kind of expressing that through his existence. It so really that was really nice. bleeds through the story. Yeah. yeah. The, the fact um, that he was very ill. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got. 
Bad I don't, movie, I just, probably, I, I've, I watched it twice because I was cooking for the first half of it. Um, it was okay. Lots of, it could it could have done without the slurs. I, yeah, yeah I, it wasn't wild about the procuring of a black man. Yeah. Um, and then that's the only black person in the film. The only one. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But there was no gays and there was no F slurs. Just the one Q. Which yeah. Was, and it was a light, it was a light Q. It was a light Q. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying I liked it because there were no gay people. That's not what I meant by that statement. Love the gays. Well, I got that. Yeah. Uh, I wrote uh, here in my notes, um, this movie left me shocked and appalled. Then I remember that it was made in the late 1970s and became even yeah. more shocked and appalled because I realized <laughs> that people still talk and act like the characters in the movie. But instead of putting it all out there on the big screen, it's done on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. So the the times they didn't they are not a change in the, little food for thought same. for y'all little chili forty cent chili for thought. <laughs> also, he was wasted off what appeared to be one beer. I don't know. And he kept dribbling it out of his mouth like <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> like son. You have to act drunk. Don't just like take a drink of beer and spit it onto the table. Yo, like, that's a good point. I didn't really consider this, but they don't really drink in this movie. Well, there, there they was drink that one at, scene. Yeah, they yeah, drink at the strip really club. It. Like, it's really not really focused around drinking. It's mostly just around, like, so I like to think that they're doing most of this stuff sober, which makes it so right. much weirder. Well, right. they're driven by their rabid horniness. Yes. It just, it's a drug in its own self. And that's guess. the true message yeah. of this film. Yeah, I would I would agree with that, Jackie. Yeah. Yes. So we all agree with the, is the, the only way to we go all agree to the strip with club. Bob Clark, women are dumb. Scary, loud, <laughs> scary as a scream, howling. <laughs> I don't know my so my rating. Uh, I give this movie um, five stars. Um, out of five, out of five hundred seven, five out okay. of five. seven. <laughs> if we're doing a scale of seven, I'm gonna give this movie a one. Come on. Uh, I can't think of a worse movie. It's insane. It's like it's it. You do feel like you're losing your mind while you watch it, yeah. which is kind of cool. And it's also like because it's so old, it's got that like slow burn feel, where it's like like the first time I watched it, Zan walked in. He's like, "So what's the plot?" I was like, "I don't think there is one." <laughs> <laughs> to get no. laid. Yeah. Yeah. They get it's just like some high schoolers living their life. I don't know. Yeah. The, the plot is to do pranks and get some poontang. Yeah. Jay, out of seven. I'm going to go with Jackie and say one star. I want to add that if I could, I would take that star back. <laughs> I will also be rescinding my star. <laughs> well, I'm standing firm with my five stars. I'm not sure why. <laughs> it was a very strange movie. And, and, and I was, Jackie picked it, like we said, and I was irritated. Uh, about 10 minutes in that this was what I was going to have to commit my night to. Now you got a new favorite. Yeah. But now, now we've been through it and wow, all those years of seeing it on the in the uh, two for a dollar section at Family Video and walking right past it. Um, wow. I, can I had say never that. seen the cover. I'd never heard of it. I had no expectations. Yeah, so. I'd, I'd seen it and I always thought because I just don't like 1950s stuff. It's, it sounds boring. Yeah. I don't care about that shit. Um, I saw a lady today, not to, let me just tell you about this lady yeah. I saw. She was wearing Lin-Manuel Miranda earrings. Wow. <laughs> enough said. <laughs> How could, wait, describe, no, that's not enough said. She was doing, she had a on like a, him? yeah, it was like a printout of his face in like, you know, someone used the stamp filter in Photoshop or something. And then they were like cast in resin. But I, I just thought of her because she had on like a 1950s kind of like rockabilly vibe. But she oh. also had like a Star Trek tattoo. and oh. Oh, Wow, every era. you think yeah, with and the then, Hamilton and then her... guy, they'd have like, uh, she'd be wearing like a dress from the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> and then her husband was like bothering the barista. He was like, do you know who's on her earrings? Do you know who that is? Wow. And the barista was like, um, Miranda... <laughs> 
Miranda Something. Lambert. Miranda. Anyway, the 50s is a tragic era. I don't know why people dress like that still. No, and, and that's really what this is about. We did this podcast <laughs> because we just want to say, listen, give it up. Give up Rockabilly's the over. We're not nobody wants like... to live in that time anymore. <laughs> no, nobody <laughs> wanted to live in that time during the time period. You know nobody. what you had going on back then? You got measles, you got mumps, sick. you got lumps. Everybody yeah. was sick with the uranium poisoning and uranium yeah. uh, Nuclear contrast. bombs going off. Segregation. You had planes. You had MASH was filmed back then. Um, That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, place. everybody. This is, the 50s. this is producer Paul, Jay, Jackie. We're signing off, and we thank we you. We promise and to never do this again. We actually do not promise that because there's two more Porky's movies. So well, Dan will... Oh, 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 can I read? I, I read the, a synopsis. Oh yeah. yeah, Emily read as a synopsis to me of the second film, and there was one paragraph that really jumped out, and I would like to read it. <laughs> okay, please. They they have some festival. I don't know what it is. Anyway, after the festival is canceled, Wendy agrees to a date with Gabe Hart at a classy restaurant. Wendy arrives in a deliberately showy, vulgar dress with her breasts artificially inflated by a secret <laughs> container of fake vomit. So. Oh, no. You have got that to look forward to on Porky's Wow, a little sneak preview two. of Porky's 2. Wow, uh, wow, wow, wow. Porky's 2, The Next Day is the title. Really? Yeah. Um, did we'll you stick be doing around that tomorrow. for the credits? Uh, no, Porky's but you should, read, you should read what you saw in there. They were pink. I saw, yes, and in pink writing, uh, credited with the song Heartthrobs was Lobman Pole Glaze. <laughs> wow! I love that guy! Lobman Pole Glaze. Uh, should I? Hold on. Maybe I've I been a pole glazer for five years or so. I Did you already that. look him up? No, I didn't. I I wanted to suspend the mystery. All right. Lobman Send Pole you guys Glaze. A Spotify playlist I got going on here. Got absolutely <laughs> zero results. So. <laughs> I've had. You really have to look for it. Pole glaze. All right, it's I got P-O-L-E. some nachos that are getting cold here. Okay, buddy, thanks for coming all on. All right, thanks again, Jay. Appreciate yeah, all the effort. I'll see you guys uh, real soon. All right, oink oink. All right. Okay, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.